Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Well, big news. There's a pretty good possibility that a book from our childhood could be made into a feature Awesome song. Which leads us to ask you the question, which book from your childhood would you like to see made into a feature film? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, that movie is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And this is the book by Judy Bloom. Now, all we know so far is simply that. Judy Bloom, the author of the book, has granted the rights to James L. Brooks and Kelly Fremont Craig. And so that does not necessarily mean that, I mean, that just means that the rights have been granted. So we are in the very, very beginning, sort of in the beginning stages of of that being made into a movie. Um, But that looks very promising. And it got me thinking, first of all, I have to confess something. I never read that book. Ugh. Which is why do you feel bad about because that? Because I like feel you like somehow missed. Some I did because everybody crucial. read that book. Oh, okay, and everybody talked about it when I was at least when I was in. You did, know, were you sick? That did you have like the mumps or something? <clears throat> no, it's just like I don't know. I just missed that one. Um, I just never read it. It just wasn't. It wasn't on my radar. But everybody talked about it. It was like a big kind of a buzzy book because it was a. It was at the time. You know, we call them YA not novels, but it was a young adult um, fictional novel about a young girl named Margaret going through puberty, basically. And uh, I think it was a good kind of coming of age story of the time. So you very likely have a film or a, excuse me, not a film, uh, a book that you want to be turned into a film. What's yours? Yes. Uh, and six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one to share yours with us. Um, the Boxcar Children. Oh, yeah. I was obsessed with the original Boxcar Children. I know that that turned into like a series, mm-hmm. but the original book, I was obsessed with that book when I was young. And I think that would have made the best, like such a great feature film. Have they never made They've a movie out of it? They've never made a movie out of it. They've mm-hmm. made like, a, there's like a cartoon movie or like a, you know, they make like a lot of kids books they make into straight to video type movies or like low budget things that you can watch yeah, you on a feature film. But I would love like an in theaters feature film of that book. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. What would you have one, Bradley? Oh gosh. Yeah, I absolutely do. And they did make a film of it, but frankly, it was a film I think in the sixties. The book <laughs> itself, yeah, it was nineteen something. Anyway, um the book is called My Side of the Mountain. Oh yeah. This book, like literally 
inside my head at all times. I'm like, someday I will live in a tree and have animals as my only friends because that's all I want. Um, because that move or that book was so like, like I just wanted that book. The yeah. kid basically like goes to find his grandpa's uh, farmhouse, um, and he want he's basically like it's so impossible. Like he lives alone in the wilderness mm-hmm. and is able to feed himself and is like making jam with hobos and like has like a hawk that sits on his shoulder and helps him hunt. And so, that's exactly why you probably loved it because it was like so fantasy. Well, yeah. So I could totally escape, uh, live in a tree and not have to put up with, you know, assy people. Right. Cause who wants that? Now they, like I said, they did make a movie out of it. Um, but not any, not in any, was it a crap movie? No. Did you ever see it? I remember watching it in like third grade. Um, cause you know, we would have watched the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like a thousand years ago. And I think that they could totally, you know, they could totally redo it. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What book from your childhood would you like to see as a feature film? Elizabeth is on the line. Hi, Elizabeth. What book from your childhood would you love to see as a feature film? Well, I told her on the phone that I wanted to see The Borrowers as a film, but she said there might already be one, and now I have to find it. The Borrowers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that might actually be out there. Um, but it hasn't been done in a while, I'm sure. So, uh, 1997. Yeah, that wasn't so long ago. Yeah. Oh, I remember that movie. I've seen that movie. That's the one with, oh gosh, what is her name? Um, doobie doo. Yeah, that's, isn't that Catherine Tate who plays the mother borrower? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I, I did not see it. I, do you know, I don't even remember reading it. Holly, do you have a book from your youth that you wish would be a movie? Yeah, I think that the book Hatchet would be a really good movie. Oh my movie. gosh, do you know what is so weird about that? Is that's what, when Bradley said My Side of the Mountain, that was the book that popped into my head was Hatchet. Yeah, Hatchet about uh, a boy who is abandoned in the wilderness mm-hmm. and he has to make his way through in order to get back to civilization. Oh my gosh, that's uh, too weird. Another one of those, because um, I just lived in these, like either, it was either post apocalyptic novels where like the mm-hmm. bomb would go off because, you know, 80s uh and then like you know somebody would have to like find a way with his dog and you know figure it out post uh, nuclear war uh-huh. um but then there was a book called uh island of the blue dolphins oh, which yeah, turns out was that. actually based on a true story and i found that there was a film that they did way back in the day but it's about this girl who gets um she gets sort of stranded on this island and and it's that whole thing of like how do you survive in the wilderness and like you know, abalone shells and, mm-hmm. you know, little pools. And again, just being alone without assy people. Which I think is seriously a, like a theme that we loved as kids. Because that yeah, was my thing. to put up with all these assy people. <laughs> that was my mm-hmm. thing about the boxcar children. It's like I loved the notion of these kids that just had their own. They made a home out of a boxcar and they didn't have to deal yeah. with assy people. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Nancy's it. on the line. I ain't got time for all these nasty people. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. Nancy, uh, what book from your childhood do you wish was a feature film? Um, go Ask Alice. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it, yes. but I've never read it. What's it about? It's based on a diary-type format, and it's about the struggles of a teenager and um, with drug addiction. Oh, and yeah. I, I think nowadays it would be a perfect one to show the kids what not to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's a very good book. I've read it numerous times, but it's in a diary format. 
Interesting. Right. Thank you so Thanks. much, Nancy. Yeah, and that there was a movie of that in 1973, but she's right. I mean, that could use an update. Right. I feel like a lot of the, you know, stories from I mean, like I was looking through like Super Fudge. That's another um, what's oh her nuts? Gosh. Uh, Judy, uh, Bloom. Judy Bloom mm-hmm. novel. Super Fudge. Tales of a fourth grade. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But I think they did. Didn't they just make a movie? Yes, I think so. There was another Judy Bloom. I feel like Ramona Quimby. Oh, well, Beezus and Ramona. There, there's this a pretty fairly recent series of the Beezus and Ramona ones. Yeah. With Selena Gomez. Yes, with Selena Gomez. And those were I mean, I like thought I was Ramona like that. She was like my, she was my literary equal in my mind. Right. But like the fudge books and the super fudge. uh, Oh my gosh. Ralph S mouse. They used to do like a, I think it was like a Saturday, you know, um, uh, it it was like one of those, you know, made for TV movies that would be like on Saturday mornings Mm -hmm. a little bit later. And it was like a, like after cartoons. Yeah. And they, I think they had a Ralph S mouse one. Yes, they did. They also need to give The Giver another shot. I mm-hmm. know they just made that movie in the past five years, mm-hmm. but that book deserves more than that movie gave it. See, I, there are so many of those, um, those even, and I would even say, and this is like a slight offshoot, and we and we have to move on. But I even think about some of the movies that I used to watch as a kid. Some of the Disney movies, like Watcher in the Woods, like those types of movies that we used to rent at the video at the video rental place. Mm-hmm. Um, that I wish my kids could watch, but they would never be able to sit through because they they would not be able to handle yeah, like the grainy graphics. I want them all to updated. be updated, right? All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, there's a celebrity that has a- has actually posted their wedding registry online, and people are actually buying stuff from the registry. Hmm. We will reveal who that celebrity is. Mm-hmm. And maybe I will buy them a gift after this on the oh, Colleen and Bradley don't. show. We'll see on my talk 107. A celebrity has posted their wedding registry online and people are actually buying oh them stuff. So dumb. 2018 y'all. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Who's the celebrity, Bradley? Okay, the Sitch, otherwise known as Mike, the situation Sorrentino, and his uh, uh, newly wedded wife, Lauren Pesci. They uh, tied the knot, um, or they are set to tie the knot, rather, on the 1st of November. And so Mm -hmm. everybody has been clamoring to find out, how do we send them a gift? Wait have a minute. They? Have they? Well, apparently because uh, the Sitch has made his uh, wet, their wedding, wedding registries public. And um, I'm here to tell you, I don't understand why. Because these people don't need your gifts. If anything, they should be like buying other people gifts. Right? Like the federal government. Because I don't know if you know this. First off, Mike Sorrentino is facing eight months in prison for tax evasion. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a money situation, which is why they're asking. But I here's what I don't get. I get that people are greedy and they want stuff, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, when you have a wedding, you get to have a registry and you get to tell people what to buy you. Mm-hmm. Right. However, that's a human condition. However, I don't understand the people who buy celebrities stuff because celebrities have have the ability to buy their own stuff. Now, again, he's got some financial issues, but like figure it out. Use your name. Make some money. Why do I got to buy your napkin holders from Crate and Barrel? 
can we also just talk about the actual registry itself? Mm -hmm. Because the actual registry itself, and feel free to correct me. If you don't agree with me, I mean, fine. It's like, can you understand? If if celebrities uh, had like, I'm trying to think of like George Clooney. If he's like, here's our wedding registry. No! Oh, George Clooney, I you I am broke compared to you. I'm not buying you nothing. I might send you a nice card and say thank you and congratulations. But I'm not buying you uh, you know, a table runner for your ridiculously expensive opalescent granite marble from Italy hand quarried table. So here's the thing. This is my, uh, I don't want to say like opinion, but this is sort of my observation. This is my my observation about uh, wedding registries. Mm. Historically speaking, Mm -hmm. the function of a wedding registry, Mm -hmm. um, like, but truly. Is to fleece your friends and family like they did to you. Turn about as fair play. Present day, yes. But, But originally, a wedding registry was about a couple because typically people were getting married young, mm-hmm. like in their early 20s. And it was about a couple setting up their lives together. Yeah, they didn't have stuff. They didn't have stuff. And this was about saying to your family members and your friends, like, we are going to be in a home and we need to have dishes. And these are the dishes we would like, right? Well, yeah, but the, now... The older you become and the more you've already set your life up, the less you really need to be telling people what dishes you need. Yeah, and now Mike Sorrentino, who has his own or has uh, been on, you know, two television series at least, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell or mm-hmm. remember off the top of my head, is asking people to buy him a twelve ninety nine OXO clean cut pizza cutter. Mm-hmm. Exactly, a plastic pizza cutter, mm-hmm. which somebody has already bought him right. for twelve ninety nine. Right. Oh. So that's the part where I get like I think it's a little bit tiaki. I mean, because we talked bit. about this, did we not talk about this the other day? Tacky things at weddings. A large popcorn bowl. First of all, that is dumb. It's called a bowl. You don't buy a like. Uh, I'm popcorn out of my popcorn bowl. Does it say popcorn? <gasps> like on that the is side? a waste. Yes, it is a ceramic. Uh, uh, it looks Maybe like they a, eat a lot of popcorn. Well. It looks like a, a plant hold. What do you call them? Plant hold, plant holders? A pot? a pot? It looks like a plant pot with the word popcorn around it. Yeah, you keep that in your movie room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm. He probably has one. And that's... People have shelled out some money for these people. I just want you to know. The funny thing is, like, you can't tell, obviously, when you're looking through, if the, if the person who was purchased is somebody in their family or if it's... I don't know, but they got a $100 La Cruz at Heritage. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Covered rectangle graphite gray um, baking dish that you know no Sorrentino or Miss Peggy mm. is going to make anything in that yeah. thing. It's Le Creuset. <laughs> okay. No, can I? I have <laughs> Le Creuset. I don't need you to tell me how to say it. The other thing is, by the way, do you know that somebody did buy them to go with their big old popcorn bowl? The Cuisinart red popcorn maker it is like a movie theater popcorn maker. So clearly these are people these who are, are trying people. to have a movie theater Room. experience yeah. in their home. They also got somebody to buy them a Breville Barista espresso machine for $600. Uh-uh. I'm just saying, I think it's like I get, you know, they also got an Instant Pot, which... I know, I saw that. Can we also just talk about, you? here's the wedding gift and the Christmas gift of the century for anybody that cooks in your family. Mm-hmm. Get them that blender. Oh, the yeah. Instant Pot Ace Blender. I mean... We will do that infomercial in yeah. three seconds, but but wait, there's more. Um, but let's can we tie this up in a bow? The two hundred and seventy dollar copper roaster rack because their turkeys are so fancy. No, this is kind of upsetting to me actually as I'm scrolling through Mike the Situation Sorrentino's gift registry for his wedding feast platter four ninety forty nine ninety five. He still so wait, needs where did he post this? Throwing rug. Where did he post this so that we could all uh, get? I don't know. All hot and bothered but it's about all this. over the page six. It's just on crateandbarrel dot com. It's oh, the so you can just search it. So you, and you can search it. It's okay. So it's not like view. it's yeah. It's but it's not like Mike Sorrentino like posted it on Twitter and was like, "Hey, y'all, buy me something." Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what he's up to, mm-hmm. but I know Page Six thought it was important enough for us to know. A $550 stainless Vitamix blender. You don't need that $500 mi- mixer, man. I'm telling okay. you right now. $99. Walmart. It's okay. called the Ace. And I'm telling you all, you need to get it because it does everything. Nut milk. Oat it, milk. It makes soups, your soup and stews. it blends your soup. And But wait. There's more. There's more. Yes, that it's thing It's easy heats. to clean. It's unbelievable. We'll tell you more about... The Instant Pot Ace Blender tomorrow. Uh, But next, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. It's crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. But first... Let's, There's more. Let's give something away. Uh, I got a pair of tickets today to see Belong to Us. Colleen's going to be there. It's on Sunday, October 21st at 11 a.m. as part of the Twin Cities Film Fest's Changemaker series. If you want this pair of tickets, 
You need to be caller number four two six five one six four one one zero seven one. And please, 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 just make sure you can be there because it would just be really nice because we're saving some special seats just for you. So uh, again, that's on Sunday six five one six four one one zero seven one. Caller number four. Uh, okay, first let's go to Spain. We're going international. Okay. Um. So if you are one of the most wanted drug traffickers in Spain, would you say, Bradley, if you could just get into the mindset of one of the most wanted drug traffickers in Spain? Yeah. And like a friend of yours says to you, hey, Brad, do you want to be in my music video? What's the answer? Uh, No. The answer should be no. Yeah. But if you're a crazy, stupid idiot, what's the answer? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what happened. Francisco Tejon is his name. And uh, he decided after two years of the cops trying to track him down. Again, he was one of the most wanted uh, for drug trafficking in Spain. Two years they'd been trying to track him down. He decided to show up in a very bad music video for a Spanish reggaeton artist named Chase A. Okay. Uh, He was getting out of a Bentley. He was partying in a mansion. He was hanging out with women in bikinis. Mm, As you do. And uh, this showed up. Cops were made aware of it. Hey, look, this is your guy. This is your most wanted guy. And they were like, huh, looks like he's kind of taunting us. So they looked through all of the footage from the video. They looked for some, you know, all the details to see maybe where it was filmed. And then they started looking at his social media pages. And then they realized that his social media pages kind of showed where he was generally when the video was shot. And then they used that information to zero in on him. And then eventually Francisco Tejon's lawyers Gave them the exact address where they could find him. Okay. And yesterday morning, he was forced to turn himself in. Oh. And now he's facing a very lengthy prison sentence. So, so again, maybe just wait. Or, I don't know, uh, wear a mask. I mean, I don't know. Like, if you really want to be in the music video. I just think maybe you can't do that. You There's can't, some yeah. things you can't do if you're going to be a drug kingpin. Yeah. That's or just, whatever his title yeah. was. Yeah, you can't do everything. It's right? true. Yeah, no, life is about... It's full of choices. Limits. Yeah. Okay. All right. When you say no to certain things, you say yes to yourself. When you close one door, God opens a window. Exactly. Hopefully you don't fall out. Mm-hmm. Hey, can we go to um, somewhere... Yeah, you don't even have to ask. New Just York. take me. Okay. I want to go to New York and I want to tell you about something that had happened. So imagine you're like a 12 or 13 year old girl and you're walking down the street. Oh, I've been there. Oh, and I've you been hear, there. Is that Turkey in the Straw? No. That's the entertainer. Yeah. Or the entertainer. It's a little ragtime for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Joplin. Mm-hmm. What does that make you think of? My my piano teacher in sixth grade. No, but what else? If you heard that sound while you're walking down the street, what would you look for? Um, really, right now, Holly, uh, a giant piano. 
It's an ice cream truck. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So ice cream trucks often oh. will play that song, right? No, actually, they play Turkey in the Straw, which goes like this. No, but they also do the entertainer. I know this because I used to drive an ice cream truck. Don't even get me started. Okay. Now, let's go back to South Glens Falls Police Department. Okay. Where they say something had happened. And remember, I started this by saying you're a 12 or 13 year mm-hmm. old girl. You're walking down the street and you hear Turkey in the Straw, Anything. the entertainer, you hear, you some dumb ice cream calliope truck, okay? music that makes you think, oh, ice cream. Mm-hmm. Now imagine the ice cream truck drives by. Okay. And here's what you see <laughs> Snap, snap. Snap, snap? Yeah. That is the sound of 57-year-old <gasps> Charles Ross uh, of Whitehall. Oh, he's a perv. Who, who was leering mm-hmm. and jeering at mm-hmm. 12 and 13-year-old girls as he drove his Mr. Dingaling truck. No! Stop it. Are you making that no. up? No. Stop. The Post Star of Glen Falls reports that a group of, of girls aged 12 and 13 called police earlier this month after a man driving a Mr. Dingaling truck told <laughs> That he was taking Oh man, I that's there's no. It's the no. Mister Dangling truck. <laughs> snap, snap. Yes. First of all, what is a Mister Dangling truck? You don't want to know. <laughs> Holly's googling it, which is frightening. Oh, there's the picture, Mister Dangling ice cream. If somebody tried to sell me Dingling ice cream. I mean, I probably wouldn't buy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> right? I don't know. And also, if you saw the guy, you would run in the opposite direction of the dingling. You're not buying his ice Mr. cream. Here comes Mr. Dingling. No thanks. Apparently, it's an <laughs> upstate New York thing. Oh, mm. Mr. Dingling. Oh, I'm sure like Donna's probably listening right now, mm-hmm. and she had fond memories of Mr. Dingling. <laughs> I bet she did. <laughs> Hey, Donna, Donna, if you had fond memories of Mr. Dingling, give us a call. Thanks. Oh, can I also just tell you that from the Mr. Dingling website, it says um, Mr. Dingling is a lot more than your local ice than just your local ice cream man. No, apparently he is. And it also says Mr. Dingling. I scream. You scream. We all scream for Mr. Dingling. No. Apparently we do as we're running away. Can I also just say the guy in the story just if you need a visual. Oh yeah, he looks like Dustin Hoffman but like well, really disheveled. On drugs. Yeah. yeah. On like a heroin bender. Okay. Oh, Mr. Dingling has a Facebook page. Okay. I bet he does. Okay. I'm not searching these things. I scream. <laughs> no. Guess where Mr. Dealing was? Where? Where, Holly? Oh, no. Oh, Mr. Mr. Dingling posted on September 7th, I'm in Hancock. Okay. And he says, I'm in. No. What? No. Okay, guys, let's move on to the story. So what happened to the Mr. Dingling driver? Uh, he was... Arrested? Arrested. Yeah. Okay. He went bye-bye in the car car. Okay. <sighs> okay. Uh, I'm going to finish with a story. Uh, let's go to Pennsylvania for this story. <laughs> Check out my end of season price drops. 
All right, where are we going? Pennsylvania. Okay. Do I, are we are have we yes. navigated away yes, from Mr. Dingling? Okay. Can I see everybody's hands in the room? Okay, thank you. Uh, all right, so we're going to Pennsylvania, and that's where we are going to talk about a 24 year old Jesse Vaughn Lawson. Greensburg, Pennsylvania. So he was a fugitive uh, with an outstanding warrant for burglary and receiving stolen property. All right. So he already is starting the story as a criminal. Yeah. Well, he was on the run. Cops were looking for him. And so they stopped by his girlfriend's apartment to see if they could maybe find him there. Mm. They uh, because they were looking for him. And she said she was like, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in like a week. Problem. She had a four-year-old son. Okay. What are four-year-olds really good at? Uh, crying, pooping. I don't know. Mm, telling the truth. Oh, right? sure. Yeah, that too. And also playing hide and seek. Right? Oh, yeah. Hide and seek's fun. So the, her four-year-old son was only too happy to say to the police officers, Oh, no, don't. He's right here. Oh, yeah. And awesome. brought the police to the electrical room in their apartment building, and he showed them Jesse Von Lawson's hiding place, where he was then arrested, and also then hit with additional charges for flight to avoid apprehension and endangering the welfare of a child. So, how did, did um uh how did that all go down? Like, let's play hide and seek. He just had been there all along. And then when the cops came to the door, I'm sure he was like, I'm going to go hide. To the electrical room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the kid was like, oh, my mom is lying. I know the truth. I'll tell them because they're oh, police God officers. Children. And you got to tell the police officers <sighs> the truth. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Ta-da. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for the throwback live at 245. Yes. We'll be back after this. My talk 1071. 45 every single day on the Colleen and Bradley show. Let's do it. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We play a game. And that game is the Throwback Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live. At 2.45. Hit it. Sweep the leg. I must predict. Win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly Roberts. Hey, Holly. Hi, it's Ty for the- Hi, What up, girl? It's Uh, been a while. I know, it has been a while. Let's catch up after the game. It's been like five minutes. But first, yeah. Let's play the throwback live at 245. Here are the rules. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the throwback live at 245. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out there. Colleen! Bradley. I wasn't yelling. I, I yelled. Followed directions. Thank you. Yeah, but you didn't win nothing, Ugh, so nice yes. try. No. Uh, speaking ever. of winning, well, Colleen has won quite a few games. Yeah, From, not she, enough, though. No, she's won 68, but Bradley, you've won 72. I still have the longest streak. You do have the longest <laughs> streak of 29 victories in a row. 29! Did you have, like, never mind. I'm ready to play. 
Okay. Yeah. I would welcome the first clip at your leisure. Cool. Thank Let's you. Play. Cool. Cool. <laughs> You're done. It's awesome. Let's do this. You're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's play our first vintage <laughs> pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. Bradley Trainer. Colleen. That oh, is... that's not fair! What? No, that is the Munsters. <laughs> Darn it! Oh, I'm so mad at you right now! You did that on purpose. What did I do? Do you, what? I was all ready for the Adams Family, and you were giving me a look like you're going to do it wrong. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then I Munsters. <laughs> what the heck does that even you mean? You got in my head. Uh, okay, I'm over here, FYI. It's not You're your fault. Over it's there. my fault. I let you in my head, and I should never have done that. <laughs> just give Excellent. him the dumb point. Bradley, it's I fine. need an answer from you. Didn't you want to play that again, just for good measure? The creepy and the kooky, mysterious and spooky, the Adams Family. There's a lot of theatrics we already knew. <laughs> She's better today. Oh, no, I'm just mad at myself because I let you in. All right. Okay, that is the uh, most depressing thing ever. I know. I'm I so mad at myself for letting you into me. First of all, oh, let's just move on. I can't. I gotta pretend that never happened. But it did. Bradley, uh, you stop. have one point. Colleen is yes. yet to score. So I'll take cheap live. and easy points. No worries. I oh. know you would. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Here's a second vintage pop culture audio clip. Let's play <sighs> it. And you guys identify it. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is... Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, um, that is... Uh, God. Okay, so that's the thing where the guy says, I don't know. I'm Bradley, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Colleen, I'll keep playing no, the clip you for you. Have to. That's Werewolves of London. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh. Yeah, got it back! What? What? <laughs> Werewolves of London. Thank you. By Warren Zevon. The yeah. late, uh, just, the great. I went a little too quickly and I couldn't play the tape all the way it through. Happens. So. Uh, it happens. Well, at least I didn't the best of us. get okay. the Adams family wrong. Jeez. Game's tied Who one does to one. That? <laughs> okay. Throwback live okay. at 245. <laughs> We're going to play our third vintage pop culture audio clip okay. right now. Colleen Bradley, please guess what this is. You're going to need a bigger Colleen. Colleen. Jaws. Ah. Thank you. Right, two for me. Two for me. One for you. Two for me. One for you. Not enough to win, so don't Yet. count your eggs before they hit. We're going to play more of the yeah. throwback live at 245. All right, Bradley, you need to tie it up right now. If Colleen guesses this correctly, she's going to win the game. Wow. Anything else? No. Okay. Here's your fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. 
noticed that all of the sharks Bradley have lasers. Bradley. Oh, lasers. That is Austin Powers. Yes. What's the character? Uh, Mr. Uh, wait, I got to know the character. Why? That's from a movie. It's Austin Powers. Why do I got to know the character? character's name? That character's name is... Uh, oh, 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 oh. Um, you're making noise. No, I'm not. You, I'm Mr. not. That's your brain. That's, that's your brain. I am Mr. Dr. No. Oh. Hold on. Okay. That's Dr. Evil. Oh, yes. Dr. Evil. So I close. just... By default. One! It doesn't matter. I'll take any win I can get. I think it's pretty shady that I had to come up with the name of the character. But whatever. Do you want to play one more? I'm still winning. You want to play one more? Yeah, but I'm I'm not. We're going to make one more. Look at you being all magnanimous. We're going to make this Mm -hmm. the official official tiebreaker. It's magnanimous, not magnanimous. Go ahead. (laughs) All right, I'm going to play this. All right, whoever guesses this correctly will win today's oh. Throwback Live at 2.45. Oh, yeah. you're going to give me a point. Okay. No. Let's do it. Here it is. Here it is. Listen carefully. He's very popular. Colleen. Ed. Colleen. That is from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That is our secretary. The Spartos, the Motorheads, Geeks, Sluts, Dweebs. Bloods, Wastoids, Dweebies. They all adore him. They, they think, think he's, he's a righteous, righteous dude. dude. Yes! I really won that time. I really won. Oh, you're... F- Thank you. What did I win, Holly? Congratulations, Colleen. Yeah, win them all. You just won a fantastic <laughs> catered birthday experience. Catered. catered birthday experience from Mr. Dingling Ice Cream Truck. Oh, yeah! I love Mr. Dingling. But you gotta go to Hancock to get it. Do I? Yeah. Okay. I've been there before. I enjoy it quite a bit. Hey, look who's here. Wait, how many do Give I have? For Donnie. Doesn't matter. Hi, Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Give Who me my point Donnie? total. 73. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's... So uh, Colleen's how many? 68. Uh, no, no, Donnie's well, just spitting on numbers. Colleen, so I'm just throwing out numbers. Colleen got the point today, so Colleen is 69. Oh, there we go. Total victories. Oh, well, that's... Bradley at 72. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Exciting. Oh, I know. How exciting. Nothing, Not Donnie. exciting enough. Donnie, I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry we interrupted you with our childish... Oh, no, no, that's, that's quite all right. I'm used to it. Okay. <laughs> what would you like to say today? Well, you played that uh, line from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And yes. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I used the quote in uh, Pop Culture Jeopardy. Yes. And uh, Lori said, oh, that's the Ferris Bueller. And then Julia said, well, what movie is it from? Yeah, it was a very yeah, who's on see, first moment. See, it's the, the movie is Ferris Bueller, Julia. <laughs> Yeah. And she did not get it. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Yuck, yuck, yuck. So that's what's happening. So that's what happened there. And that's what's going to continue to happen from Absolutely. three to six today. Say, so way back in the day, uh, late 70s, when Werewolves of London came out, mm-hmm. and back in the days when record companies would give us all sorts of tchotchkes. Yeah. I wish I still had it. They gave us uh, jackets, satin jackets on the back that said Werewolves of Minneapolis. Oh, Oh, that's kind of cool. What did you do with that? God only knows. Donnie. Donnie. I know. It would have been so cool. It would have paid to have been a pack rat. 
Wouldn't fit me anymore, but Holly could have worn it. Darn it. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, that's, that's things that could have been. The things sometimes. that could have been. Stay tuned. Lori and Julie coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging today. At NetApp, we'll bring the love of cloud. You bring your passion to change the world. With NetApp, you'll experience secure access to your data anywhere, anytime. Running your apps on the clouds of your choice. Machine learning and automation to optimize infrastructure. It's time to unlock all of data's possibilities. What we're doing with the cloud is just the beginning. NetApp, for the love of cloud. Tap the ad or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.